When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Do you want even more high-quality content from us? Are you happy to bung us less than the price of a pint once a month for it? If so, you need to sign up to Club Parsnips. Go to athleticomins.com slash parsnips now and find out more. Each month, you'll get an episode of Athletico Parsnips that you won't hear anywhere else. You'll get your mince episodes three days early, and with all the adverts removed, you'll get an exclusive animation from the podcast done for us by the genius that is Ben Picks, and you'll get a compilation episode of the best bits from one of the characters from the podcast. There's also other occasional bits of bonus stuff, such as the video for our live show from a couple of years ago. Become a Parsnipper now, and you'll be helping to support the podcast's future. Answers to all your questions should be found at athleticomince.com slash parsnips, and you can sign up at patreon.com slash athleticomince. Parsnips! Go. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Athletico Mints with me Bob Mortimer. As always I hope you're in good spirits and enjoying fine health. I would like you to imagine that you are driving Route 66 across the USA. You're at the wheel of a bright red open top 1963 Chevrolet. The wind in your hair and nothing but the open road and blue blue sky ahead. And then in your rear view mirror you see a rusty Citroen Picasso approaching. Soon it is right up your backside and furiously firing off its horn as the sounds of Albanian trance escape from its missing windows. It overtakes you throwing plumes of desert dust into your lungs. You cough and the engine splutters. As you pull over and leave the Chevy, you see a chicken dipper omelette has been trapped in your radiator. The day is ruined. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my co-host and Citroen Picasso driver, Mr. Andrew Dawson. Mm -hmm. Hi, Andy. Mm -hmm. Hi, Bob. Oh, Mr. Andrew, Mr. Andrew, someone must love you, someone must love you, perhaps your Alsatian, well maybe, or the lass at the gravy station, <laughs> oh Mr. Picasso, Mr. Picasso, with his face like Cod's Rowan Doe, someone must love you, well maybe, bet your dad wish he'd withdrew, <laughs> All right, I know, you know, oh, all that right. was a bit cruel. Yeah, yeah but it don't well, mean it's it. It's funny, though, isn't it? It makes people laugh at my expense, and if, that's the main thing. If, How did you know about my love of Albanian trance, anyway? I've heard you. You've heard me... Bump, I've heard you on the streets of London. Pumping it out. <laughs> oh, oh, you bastard. Who's my favourite uh, Albanian trance artist? Fidior. John Omsk. John Omsk? Yeah, John Omsk. Just how good is John Omsk? He's the best. Yeah. He's spread out to the nearby uh, Estonian scene as well. Really? He does some guest appearances in Estonia. Yeah. Mon Montegre Montenegro one day, he yeah. wishes. Yeah, yeah, maybe. So you can be John Omsk. Or <laughs> yeah. I'll be John Omsk. I'll be, be John Omsk. Uh, I'll be John Omsk, yeah. <coughs> you can't even say it, can you? John Omsk. John Omsk. John Try Omsk. Again. 
There we are. Give us a quiz, Andy. Um, before we begin. Give us a quiz, you bastard. Before... <laughs> Give us a quiz, please. <laughs> Give us a quiz, you bastard. I'm begging on me knees. Well, I haven't got one of them quizzes we normally do. We've got a Ringo or Marlin, which uh, is the very elaborate true or false game where I ask you a bunch of questions. And if the answer is true, I'll say it in the style of Ringo Starr, free sweeties. Okay. And if it's false... I'll say it in the style of John Chalice from Money, Fools and Horses, Marlene! <laughs> I'm ready, true or false? Are you ready? Hit me. Hippo milk is pink. False. Free sweeties. True. Oh, There you well. go. Uh, the DLR train line in London is named after David Lee Roth. False. <laughs> Free sweeties, that's true. Is it fuck? <laughs> Come on, let's it have some... It says true. Let's have some listener trust here. It's uh, not true. Uh, Way up. I, I just um, lent on my laptop. You Laptop's did. a mobile computer. Did you know that? <laughs> no. Go on, number three, I expect. Number three. Super Mario isn't actually super. Hmm. True. Marlene! He fucking is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what have we got next? Well, I'll say it in French. The guillotine. Yeah. The guillotine. 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 Yeah. Was abolished in France in 1979. True. Marlene. <laughs> it was actually 1981. 1981. 1981. Dirty bookers. Chopping heads off till 1981. Don't know if it was used. I think it might have been rusting a bit. Yeah. A bit seized up. Yeah. But it was still there. They needed it. Wow. Uh, we'll have one more. The doll Barbie's full name is Barbara Mortimer. False. Free sweeties. That's true. It's not true, Andrew. It's true. Andrew, Barbie's I... name is Barbara Mortimer. No, it's not. It is. Mickey Mouse's Look original name was Mortimer Mouse. It was, yeah. I know that much. Did they used to call you that in the playground at school? No, the, because he was... The, uh... the cartoon aficionados. <laughs> chase you round. I never got chased, all right, kidder? Well, you got caught straight away. I did the chasing, all right? Of course you did, yeah. Um, your little stumpy legs. Really exciting. Perambulating around. Perambulated, get yeah. you. Um, really exciting moment, Andrew. Why? It's going to be difficult for me to pull off. Let me just warn you that. Go on. But Phil Jones, Manchester United, mm-hmm. is making a movie about himself. Well, why wouldn't he? He's got lots of time on his hands, you know, let's face it. For Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> and I managed to get hold of a trailer he's made <laughs> okay. for it. So I thought people might like to have a listen. Yeah. It's WAV. Oh, WAV. Wav yeah. Capital WAV, actually. WAV. Yeah, no. do I need to convert it before um, I put it into the I've podcast? converted it for You've you. converted it to WAV. Okay. Okay, good. Wish me luck on this one, Andrew. Good luck, Robert. Here we go. Isn't he the Nigerian president? Good luck, Robert. He could, he could be, couldn't he? It's good luck, Jonathan, I think, yeah. Yeah. Phil Jones. It make a, Philip Anthony Jones, defender, defensive midfielder, an occasional right-back for Manchester United. Well known for his physical power and his mysterious invisible face. The 2020 Europa League has reached its climax at Stadium Energia in Gdansk, Poland. The mighty Red Devils taking on the Spanish team Sevilla. Phil Jones sits in dressing room expecting at best to secure a place on substitute's bench. But as team is announced by Oli Solskjaer, a sharp intake of breath revolves around the room as Phil Jones is chosen to play in the centre-half slot. Cut to teams emerging from the tunnel. 
Phil Jones looks like a gladiator, the Spanish bastard scouring in his magnificent shadow. Cut to half time, Philip Jones has single handedly repelled every Spanish attack, putting his body offline and his brilliant football in mind into overdrive. Cut to the match enters its final phase, the scoring nil each, and the Manchester defence is under constant pressure. Only Phil Jones stands defiant. He will not let them pass. Then some Argentinian player with a mullet glides towards United box and is brought down clumsily by the tiring Harry Maguire. United build a wall. Phil Jones takes his place at Ender Wall, but then out a corner of his eye, he sees the tricky RG mullet lad unmarked at corner of box. Using his brilliant football mind, he concludes that he should leave Wall just before free kick is struck and mark the RG. This is in direct contradiction of the manager's instructions. But this is Phil Jones, maverick, independent thinker and defensive genius. The severe captain stands next to Ball, breathes in deeply. He runs up as if to blast Ball goalwards, but instead chips it gently towards far post. Just as Phil predicted, it is intended for the RG mullet lad already rushing into the box to head it home. Phil is ahead of the curve. He's already peeled off from the wall. As if in slow motion, the ball spins towards far post, travelling directly into the path of the RG lad. Phil's instincts were right, but has he left it too late? Phil runs backwards, keeping his brilliant football eye on ball. He can feel the eyes of 20,000 United fans on him. He knows their hopes and dreams now rest on his broad, powerful shoulders. As the ball begins to arch above him, he prepares to leap higher than any part-time defensive midfielder has ever jumped before. The Argilad jumps like Cobra, achieving a perfect alignment with the ball's trajectory. He arches his back and thrusts his head forward, asserting goal. But then, like Gandalf at Hope's Landing, the pancake face of Philip Anthony Jones appears and heads the ball away from the RG's forehead. And straight into his own goal. Bugger. Bugger. Oh, bugger. That's it, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that exciting? Oh, it was. That was a roller coaster. I can't wait to say that on Netflix when it comes out. <laughs> um, I, you know, I remember when Phil Jones signed for Manchester United. Ferguson signed him, didn't he? And he said, you know, this lad's going to be the top centre back for mm. like the next ten years. And we all went, oh, okay then. Okay. And then. Now you've got someone like like me. Look at me. Yeah. Right. Someone like me yeah. regarding Phil Jones as a, a a figure of hilarity. I hope he comes through his present difficulties. No, I think he's done. <laughs> no, but I hope he does come through them. You know what I, I mean? Well, yeah. I obviously hope I want the best for everyone, me, because that's what I'm like. But I don't think it's going to happen. All right. Well, as you know, Andrew, mm-hmm. I always listen to Martin from Homes Under the Hammer, oh, yeah. his radio show where yeah, he takes yeah. a look around famous football people's homes, yeah. right? It was Roy Hodgson this week, you know, so I recorded it and I lobbed it onto an MP3. An MP3? Um, Did yeah. you convert that from a WAV? No, Did straight you, to MP3. Did you record a straight MP3? Uh, straight MP3. Were you not concerned about the slight degradation in sound quality? I am, and you'll witness that coming up. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, let's. I'll play it for you. 
do it. Ma, 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 Martin. Do, do, do. Ma, 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 Martin. Do, do. Ma, 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 Martin. Do, do, do. Ma, 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 Martin. Martin. Ma, Martin. Tin, 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 tin. So, first off, knock on the door. Okay. Who the fuck are you? What do you want? It's me, Martin, from Holmes Under the Hammer. Come to have a look around your home. Uh, who sent you? Big Techie? Trying to get a heads up on my war and set up, is he? What was that? Wama? Wama? Warhammer? What an unusual word. A bit different, but I like it. What does it mean? It's a fantasy military strategy game played on a flat surface, preferably six foot by four foot. And before you say it, a wallpaper pasted table is too thin. Well, you better come in, I suppose. So, this is a very grand hallway covered with what I can only describe as oil paintings of monsters. Very unusual and different, but I like it. Yes, I commissioned the paintings from an artist in Romania. Sorry, Roy, where? Romania. 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 That's Grimgore Ironhide. The bird with the metal tits is the other queen, and that one is Kurt Helborg, Grandmaster of the Reichsguard Knights. His armour is virtually impenetrable unless some prick E.J. Andros Townsend is equipped with a magic potion. They're very nice, Roy. Now, this must be your living room. No windows, just artificial lights, and it's dominated by two tables of what can only described as toy soldiers. Firstly, young man, these are not large tables. They are six foot by four foot. Basically the same profile as Ben Teke, I often joke. Secondly, these are not toys. They are hyper-realistic fantasy realisations of mythical warriors. So, toy soldiers then? No, absolutely not toy soldiers. Absolutely are, Roy. What's the difference between these and a toy soldier I might buy from a toy shop? Well, these are far more expensive. Eh? 20 times more expensive. So expensive toy soldiers, then. That's an unusual choice to pay 20 times over the odds for a toy soldier. Did you read the legal pack? A bit different, but I like it. Do you play on your own or with some lovely friends? I mostly play with Wilfred Zaha, Bertake and Andros Townsend. But tonight, I've got a game against that fella from Masterchef, John Chirod. Chirod? Chirod. Chirod Joe. Yes, John Chirod. He's meant to be a decent player, though I hear through the grapevine he relies too heavily on his orcs. <laughs> Should be a quick victory for yours truly. So do you have a kitchen we could have a look at? No. Nope. No need for one. I survive on Warhammer ration packs. It's all freeze-dried and packaged with the Warhammer Wivery. <laughs> Warhammer Wivery. Warhammer Wivery. Wivery? Warhammer Wivery. Oh, no. 
fuck off out of here, will you? I've got to read up on some more tactics for true owner rhymes. Would you like some freeze-dried humble to speed you up on your way? And what exactly is that, right? Oh, it's a subterranean burrowing insect predator native to the deserts of the death world. Very tasty. How unusual. A bit different, but I like it. Thank you, Roy, and thank you for showing me around your most unusual home. Good luck. (laughs) Bye. You could tell it were MP3, couldn't you? Yeah. I'll wab it up Mm. next time. Ruin some of the enjoyment for me, the the sound quality. My voice has got... Struggling a bit, weren't you? Uh, Got a bit of a cold, sorry about that. If you give me a cold, honestly, I'm... Oh... Look, I'm nowhere near you, for one thing. You've got this studio built where we're, like, ten feet apart. No, we're about four foot apart. And That's it's a, far enough to not catch a cold off it's anyone. It's a fucking sealed unit. The air's got nowhere to go, has it? Hey! Hey! Oh. No! Hey! No! Wait! I'm Vince Parsnips! I'm back! Oh, God. Yeah, get this. No, listen, do you remember pubs? Pubs, yeah, lovely places. Something for everyone. A drink, bit of companionship, maybe a fight. They've shut them all down now, though, of course, haven't they? Breaks your heart. Do you remember snooker? Yeah. You know, snooker, lovely game, something for everyone. Tight suits, bit of maths, maybe a fight. Shut it all down now, of course, though, because everyone's got a colour tally. Breaks your heart, doesn't it? No, do you remember Sesame Street, though? Sesame Street, lovely place, something for everyone. Tight suits, bit of maths, maybe a fight. Shut it all down now, though, of course. Riddle with asbestos, it was. <laughs> Breaks your heart. Vince, you seem to like the stuff with the uh, tight tight trousers, well, tight suits. That's, that's his era, isn't it? Mid seventies with tight suits, wasn't it? Oh, he's not particularly drawn to them. He's just been a historian kind a of thing. A bit of both, probably. A little What's bit of both. What's wrong with a tight suit, anyway? A little bit of both. I like it. Bit unusual. What's wrong with a tight suit, Bob? There's nothing wrong with a tight suit. They'll make. A, I think they are back. You know, all the muscle bound lads. Mm. You all go yeah, down the gym. All they're the quite, steroid lads. They're quite like a, a suit one size too small for them, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. I might the, get into that. The muscle lifestyle. <laughs> but you'd be using your fat to stretch it rather yes. than the, your muscles. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What have you been up to, Andy? Um, what have I been up to? Yeah. Oh, God, that's a big question. A lot, really. Just, Just you know, existing from day to day. Nothing stands out. <sighs> No, not really. It's kids off term this week. That's always annoying. That's a difficult one, isn't it? It is, yeah, because you're trying to, you know, pretend that you want to be around them, but at the same time. Oh, Andy, don't be like that. <laughs> don't be like that. Now, have you been I'm watching out joking. on the box? The only thing that's really grabbing me at the minute is the wall on a Saturday night on BBC One with Danny Dyer. Ain't have seen you it. Seen it? Oh, have you not seen it? Good is it? It's great. It's got so much. It's got drama, tension, the accumulation of vast sums of money, yeah. and sometimes the losses of vast sums <sighs> of money. Oh, it's got everything. It's got a contract as well. It's got a contract. Contract. 
<laughs> the, the participants, That's one isn't of it? the participants, it's got yeah legal shit. One of the participants has to sign a contract at one point. I'm not going to give too much away. You should watch it. Though. I might give it a go, Andrew. Give it a go. I'm probably watching that strictly. You know, I, I've never got into that. You know, well, I'm really, but you know, there's always a character in there. And this year, it's the sports monkey. Mm. He's um, who's he? I don't know. He does like 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 bits on BBC Breakfast, but he's like a little chimp. You know, he's a good right. lad. He's a good lad trying his Is best. He? Right. So I, I'm keep, I'll it probably stop. He do sport. He talks about sport. Talks does he? about it. Right. Um, I'll watch it till he's out, and then I'll t- then I'll watch the wall. Right. After good. that, um, crime wise, Andrew. Yeah. Um, I love you so die. Right. That's that a goodie. Nice. A goodie. What's that on? Oh, I don't know. That sort of sky area, you know? Right. Um, You've got to press some buttons to get to it. Yeah, definitely. Um, Come on. Who killed Garrett Phillips? That's a good one. Do you want to tell us who did kill Garrett Phillips? No, I don't. That's a, that's a, that would be a boiler, wouldn't it? Spoiler. A boiler. <laughs> There's something wrong with Aunt Mary, I've mentioned before, but yeah. it, it is a fascinating one. And uh, podcast-wise, I, I do enjoy me sword and scale. One hour like slabs of um, right. true crime. He's got a nice voice. A Mike Boudre. <laughs> are, are you watching... Um, have you watched any of the uh, ration eating? Eat, oh, I still haven't got round to it, no. Sorry. Okay, let's get it on the tray. If you watch it, we should do that. that we should phrase do some, will obsess we should, you. We should do some Russian eating on this podcast. Okay, let's get it out on does the tray. Does he do it? The Sword and Stone fella. Does the Russian? No, as but well? they've got similar sort of. Right. Hey, the year nineteen thirty-six. Do you see their faces? Oh, you do on you do on, on the Russian, Russian one at the end as well, and the first time you see it, you're going to go hot sauce licking, crazy. Licking his lips, is he? <laughs> <laughs> what have I been doing? I've been. I went to Scotland filming. Oh, what you been filming? Yeah, and I I had a unident. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you? I had a I unident. Had as well. Have do, you got unident? Do yours first. Unusual incident, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was staying. We were filming right for four days or something, and I had a day when I wasn't required, so I was just in this quite nice hotel. Actually, did they break it to you gently? No, they don't have to. They know that it's a joy. So I could sleep in. And I was in one of these like country house hotels where right. they've got a golf course and all, yeah. that, all that sort of thing. And um, they were draw- doing drone work. Right. It takes forever. They were doing drone work just up beyond the golf course, mm-hmm. actually. Um, which is a nice place to do drone work. Isn't it, Andrew, beyond a, a golf course, don't you think? Well, lots of space, yeah. Well, anyway, they were doing the drone shots. I thought I'd have a round of golf. I don't right. play golf, but I thought to pass the time. Well, I've seen you, know you hitting I mean? a golf ball once before, and it was hysterical. But yeah, you, you actually went on the course. Yeah, on the course, a bit of exercise, isn't it? So there was no one else on the course, um, and it's lovely. And I went to the clubhouse, you know, where you pick your golf clubs up and that. Yeah. And there was another fella there, a bit younger than me, actually. Right. So there you go. And he suggested that we went round together. So I mean, it's all nice to have a bit of company in it, and so. It was really nice. It was sunny, a bit chilly, and we had this little buggy to go between the holes, right? Uh-huh. Well, we were going quite a lick down the fairway when the bloke, he suddenly rammed, rammed his brakes on, yeah? <laughs> yeah? And I went flying over the bonnet of the buggy. When I came to my senses, Andy, I was lying face down on the grass, oh. and I could feel this other bloke's boot pressing down on me back. Uh-oh. And the cold, like, steel blade of a nine iron just Uh-oh. touching against me nose. Yeah. And he says, Keep perfectly still whilst I remove your strides, you dirty little hobbit. <laughs> so he was South African. And, I mean, what can I do, Andy? <laughs> He's got a golf club. 
yeah? Yeah. And all I had to protect myself was like a finger of fudge I'd picked up in the clubhouse, you know what I mean? Yeah. So he takes me trousers off and then he says, Right, point your bottom up towards that rookery and start feeding your belt into your anus. I will sing something by Dr. Hook whilst you're at it. I fucking love Dr. Hook. So I start feeding the belt in, Andy. You know, I put the pointy end in first so I don't yeah. initially have to deal with the buckle. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What you went towards that, can't you? Yeah, yeah. Sing some Dr. Hook, you fucking... Oh, don't, don't you fucking dare reach for that fudge bar. So I start Which one did you sing? Sylvia's mother nice. said, yeah. Sylvia's crying, ow, she's catching the final train home, ah, you know, as it goes up. Well, just as I'm getting to the chorus, I hear a really loud, like, I can only say like, a whirring sound approaching. Right. I look around and the film crew's drone is just impacting the bloke's head Whoa. and takes him out of the game. Yeah. I jump on the buggy, I get out of there Hot, hot foot it, Andrew. Mm -hmm. Back in the hotel, I phone up Andy, the drone operator. Mm -hmm. I say, oh, thanks, Andy. Hey, Andy, do you think he might have made me feed the whole belt in? And Andy <laughs> says, yes, mate, and your trousers, gangbangers. You've got to fucking love them. <laughs> so that was an unusual incident, wasn't, wasn't it? Wasn't it just? Wasn't it, Andy? It kind of knocks mine into a cocked hat. I'm going to keep mine a secret now. <laughs> What, nothing got fed into your... Uh... No, oh. no, I might keep it for another time. Never mind. Peter's been in touch, interested. Has he? Yeah. Go on then. Only you the interested? Music. Of course I'm interested. I'm always interested. I don't think he's been in touch for a little while. All right, Bob. Bob, have you, you know, ever looked at... Uh, dirty dishcloth in the sink lately, you know, and thought there but for uh, the grace of God goes I, you know <laughs> I have and uh, uh, I've also had this thought cross me mind, you know, when I've seen an old doll discarded under a car at a boot sale or, you know, when I see a mitten, you know abandoned on a gatepost there but for the grace of God goes Peter <laughs> Doctor <laughs> So anyway Bob I'm officially unemployed now you know following the trouble with the foreign lads like so obviously I'm spending more time having a good old stare out of my bedroom window I made a little note of what I saw yesterday a Kentucky chicken box with its lid flapping up and down in the wind. Uh, I put a timer on, on the flapping light and worked out it was averaging one flap every 37 seconds. <laughs> Pretty rapid, I reckon. My uh, son was 37 last week. Uh, he phoned the wife up, but he didn't ask to speak to me like, you know. Also, I saw a dog doing its business on the verge. Um, I saw its backside quivering as it prepared, and I reckon it was quivering at about three quivers a second, so that is definitely rapid. 
I also noticed that the brolly, the Albanian fella next door, like, you know, had over his garden table, was making a tinkly, tinkly sound <laughs> as the cord banged against uh, the shaft, yeah, the shaft of the brolly. I timed the tinkle, tinkle at an average of one tinkle, tinkle <laughs> every 29 seconds. Uh, pretty solid. My daughter's 29 now. I uh, wonder what she's up to. <laughs> anyway, Bob, after a staring session, you know, I went into the lounge to see if there's anything the wife needed and if you would potentially let me have a go on her front. <laughs> Hello, love, uh, would it be okay if I had a quick lumber on your front <laughs> No, it fucking wouldn't, you fucking creepy little dial. I'm watching Police Interceptors live body cam on YouTube. Go and fucking fiddle with your little one in the castle. <laughs> uh, well, maybe later then, love, you know. In your fucking dreams, now fuck off. <laughs> well, the wife covers her fronts up with a dog cushion. And just at that moment, there's a knock on the door. It's a bloke who looks a bit like, you know, that Nick Ross off crime, much like. And he says, All right, mate, I'm Tom Bennett from the Thumbria Police Neighbourhood Safety Unit. Here's me card. Bloody hell, mate. Uh, that was quick. I only asked her to go on the fronties. <laughs> I uh, didn't mean out by it, mate. <laughs> Uh, I'm here to offer advice on home security. There's been a number of break-ins in this area recently. No, it's all right, thanks. No one would break in here, mainly due to the wife's reputation, like. Who the fuck is it? Uh, it's a policeman, love. I've told him we don't need any security advice. Get him fucking in here now, you Josie clown. So uh, I take the cop in the front room. I noticed she has removed the dog, dog blanket and opened the zip on her fleece. Oh, hello, officer. <laughs> Do come in. Why not have a seat next to me on the fucking sofa? <laughs> Peter, get the officer some meat from the fucking fridge. Yeah, uh, would you like some meat, Tom Bennett? <laughs> <laughs> of course he fu- fucking would. Now go and fetch it, you spooky fucking dial. <laughs> so uh, I go out and put the cold meat selection on the plate. Honey roast ham, corn beef, chicken refrigerators, yeah, nice and lumpy, lumpy, a uh, slice of ox tongue. And, you know, I can hear them two chatting like. Sir officer, are you wearing a body cap? And if so, are you getting a decent shot of me fronties in your lens? Uh, no, we only wear body cams when we're on operational duties. Oh, that's a shame. I would love to see myself on the fucking YouTube. <laughs> There's a strange smell in here. Could I ask what it is? It's quite acrid. You're a bit worried it might be noxious. It's a mixture of dog dead, leg juice and eggy memories. I love me fucking eggs, officer. <laughs> well... At that moment, I, I looked at the card that Tom Bennett had handed me and I could immediately see it was like a milky fib. It just said there, uh, Tom Bennett, the police officer, at TomBennettPoliceOfficer.com. 
So I got my phone out of filming in like the hall mirror, like, you know. Oh, officer, I think I've got a spilk in my eye. Could you have a fucking look? You need to clamber over me a bit, because I can't sit up without slipping out. Uh, Tommy squeak. Well, I, as he starts staring into her eye, I notice his left hand goes into my wife's handbag. No, he's not a copper. He's trying to nick your purse. <laughs> well, the wife spots his hand in a bag like and all hell let's fucking loose. She gets him in. <laughs> she gets him in a headlock and starts pummeling his face like with a bedpan. Yo, dirty fucking creep! You poxy tricky fucking bastard! I'll mash your face so fucking hard! Your mind will shatter! And your, la- your eyes will spill out of your fucking shit pipe! Well, she's already really making a mess of his face, like. And I suspect she might start eating him. <laughs> so I tell her to let him go, like, and he runs out of the door, like his pants are on fire. Well, you are right, love. Yes, of course I fucking am. In fact, I rather enjoyed that. Now, fuck off. Well, I went back to my room and I sent a copy of my little film to uh, my mate at the Greyhound Stadium. Later that night, I heard the wife shout up, Peter! Get down here now or you're fucking funny! I go down the lounge and there she is watching my little film like of her beating up Tom Bennett on the old show. <laughs> Sit down. Oh, eh. Uh, uh, am I in trouble, love? Just fucking sit down. So I sit down on the sofa, you know. You're a good lad, Pete. I finally made it onto the YouTube. Oh, yeah, you like what the film then, love? Yes, I fucking do. You even captured the moment when I bent his eye inwards and gobbed into his socket. I'm very pleased. Now, would you like a quick scramble on me fronties? <laughs> yes, please, love. So, that, I'm in the White Scud books at the moment. You see, nice, you know. Anyway, I got a couple of jokes for me, joke book. <laughs> just the old jokes, you know. So, a policeman pulls over a bloke for speeding, like, and he says, I noticed that your eyes are bloodshot. Have you been drinking? <laughs> A man gets stroppy, says, I couldn't uh, notice that your eyes are glazed and you've been eating donuts. <laughs> a man has been stealing uh, the wheels off police cars, like, officers are working tirelessly to, to catch him. So, no, great one, that's it. Police arrested two blokes yesterday. One was drinking battery acid and the other was eating fireworks. They charged one and let the other one off. <laughs> I'll see you, Bob. One Peter Beardley, the only one Peter Beardley. See you, Bob. So Peter's in a good book, that's oh, nice, isn't it? That was a really heartwarming tale, that was. You reckon? Like, yeah, yeah. Did you spot? Because it felt like they were kind of united as a couple. Yeah. Which I don't often feel. Did you uh, believe no. Tom Bennett was an officer at first? Of course I did. He sounded, I did. sounded legit. Tom Bennett sounds like a police Tom officer. Bennett. Didn't he? But that's, you know, that's what they do. Exactly. They make you think they are a copper. That's then. what they do. Hey, um, um, do you reckon the sun still always shines on our house TV? 
I mean, you know, it was 1986. They've probably moved on since Why? then. Feels like the sort of thing you do as a fad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, not maybe at... they were living somewhere in Florida where there's lots of sunshine, so it was on the TV a lot. Yeah. Do you think that I keep repositioning the TV Andrew, as yes. the day went on? Yes. I mean, I had mine sort of half outside during the World oh, Cup last know. year, and the screen got really hot to touch. Hot screen. Hot, hot screen. John Omsk, hot screen. <laughs> Out now, 12 inch. <laughs> hey, that's all we've got time for, Bob. Okay, then. So that's it from this one. Can I just say, this has been the 100th episode of this that we've done. Really? Yeah. Who would have thought this well, would you, end up being 100? You're wearing a baseball cap with a cake on it and, and yeah, 100 and candles sticking out the top, so I think you knew. I did know, Andrew, yeah. So I just are. didn't know how to bring it up. Oh, I've got to say, um, the big night out, Vic and Bob's big night out, comes on at the end of this month. All right, good. So channels that all people then. will look out Dave? for that. Ah. Uh, no, it's on Irish Racing Channel. <laughs> <laughs> See you, Andrew. Thanks for listening, folks. Ta-da! So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 